I want to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able, place your hand over your heart right now. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a pre-born baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. We've partnered with Preborn because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter that doubles a baby's chances at life. By six weeks, eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a little baby is able to suck his or her thumb. For just $28, you can be the difference between the life or death of a child. And if you're a business owner, perhaps you can consider a larger donation for a write-off because we know the government isn't working on saving babies. A donation of 1000 2000 20000 All gifts are tax-deductible and will reach eternity. Get involved today to donate just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby that's pound 250 say the keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict that's preborn.com slash verdict are you being influenced if you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade there's a chance it's been influenced by the chinese communist party here's the reality the ccp may be running the largest influence campaign in history in hollywood takeover brought to you by the epic times investigative reporter tiffany meyer reveals how the ccp exerts control over some major studios don't miss the most important documentary about hollywood yet And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Senator, let me get this straight. House Democrats are impeaching the president for threatening to withhold money from Ukraine if they didn't investigate Joe Biden for threatening to withhold money from Ukraine if they didn't stop investigating his son for corruption. Is that about right? Uh, That's about right. We'll get into it. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. Welcome back to Verdict with Ted Cruz. 
I'm Michael Knowles, joined by the man himself, straight from the Capitol and the impeachment trial. Senator, I want to get into Burisma, Ukraine, Hunter Biden, this really opaque story at the heart of impeachment. Before I do that, though, I want to brag and congratulate you on becoming a rising podcast star because this podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, is now in the top 10 podcasts in the world after just two episodes. Congratulations. Well, thank, thank you, and, 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 and thank you to the great job you're doing, and, and thank you to everyone who, who's, who's subscribed and downloaded. Uh, I, I will say, driving from the Capitol over here, I was talking to my daughter Caroline, who's 11, and I was kind of excited about it, and I, I, I tried to brag to her about it, and she's like, Dad, I, I really don't care. <laughs> so, so, so it didn't, I, I don't know that 11-year-olds are our target audience. You know, maybe 11-year-olds are not our target audience. I think the real thing we can brag about is not even just being in the top 10 in the world, we're beating Ben Shapiro. That's a big win, personally. I have to text him. Anyway, that's uh, talk about turning lemons into lemonade for this absolutely tedious impeachment trial. Uh, really, maybe we can get something out of this, because I think people's eyes are glazing over when we talk about impeachment and Burisma and Hunter Biden and Ukraine, and it's, it's just so opaque. So I want you to break that down. First, did anything significant happen today? So I actually think today was it was a very significant day in terms of this impeachment trial, uh, because today the House Democrats effectively threw Joe Biden under the bus. I, I don't know if they did so deliberately, but that's the effect of what they did today. How so? Well, they doubled down on something they had started yesterday in Adam Schiff's opening statement. The House Democrats, the House managers, they built their entire case on the proposition that that investigating Burisma, this this Ukrainian natural gas company, is completely unfounded, completely without merit, is is a sham, is bogus. There's no basis whatsoever. And, and that's, Bur- Burisma is the Ukrainian natural gas company that Joe Biden's son worked for, yep. that was on the board of, that he was that he was yep. on the board of, and we'll get into all that. Yep. They're saying that any call to investigate this this well-known corrupt natural gas company is baseless and it's just a a way for President Trump to get a leg up on Joe Biden in the election. So yes, yes, yesterday Adam Schiff began in his opening laying out that standard that it was a fraud, that it was it was a sham, it was bogus. And today, and, and they, Adam they, Schiff, I, I don't want to be uh, he, he too is, slow. He about is it. the lead House manager for the Democrats. Yes, do you know the, the reason I have to clarify who he is? He, there was just a question on Jeopardy where they asked who this man was, and it was a picture of Adam Schiff. Nobody got it right. So Adam Schiff is leading the impeachment charge in the Senate trial right now. God, that, that is absolutely right. <laughs> so he laid this out yesterday. Okay. Today, the House manager spent, I think, over an hour trying to make the case that there was no reason to investigate Burisma, that the only possible reason to want to investigate is for nefarious political purposes because you want to smear your political opponent. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, that is, number one, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous on its face. And actually, this show, we're going to talk a lot about the substance of it. Yeah. But, but number two, the consequence of that is the media's got to talk about Burisma as much as they don't want to. They've mm-hmm. got to talk about the evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. But it also means that when President Trump's lawyers get to present their case, starting on Saturday, mm-hmm. that, that right at the heart of it is now going to be this is the evidence of Joe Biden and Burisma's corruption. So the Democrats, by talking about why we don't need to talk about Burisma, 
have inadvertently made us all talk about Burisma. And, and the standard they've set, that, that there's, it's completely baseless, completely meritless, it's a sham, it's bogus, is absurd. So let's walk through some of the specifics and details. And, okay. and we're going to walk through in a little, bit of de- a little bit of real detail because I think it matters. What is Burisma? Well, Lieutenant Colonel Vidman, who's one of the sort of star witnesses for the Democrats, mm-hmm. Vindman described it as, quote, a corrupt entity. Now, why did he call it that? Let me give you a little bit of the history of Burisma. It's the biggest natural gas company in Ukraine. It grew under an oligarch, one of these Ukrainian billionaires, who was at the same time the minister of natural resources. So he was granting his company natural gas licenses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then getting rich, and it became the richest company, the richest uh, natural gas company, because he was the government official in charge of deciding who gets the license. That's nice work if you can get it. So, so Burisma is not a natural gas company in the way that you think of, like, ExxonMobil. Not remotely. Burisma was built on, hey, our founder is in charge of giving away <laughs> the licenses, which means they knew a lot about buying government influence, because right. that's what they, they were built on. It's crooked from the very beginning. Exactly right. Now, fast forward early 2014. Early 2014, Joe Biden's vice president. Joe Biden stepped forward and said he would be the point person for the Obama administration on Ukraine. Okay. He became the face of Ukraine. He was talking to its president over and over again. He was, he was the, the, the focal point by his, own, by his own description. Then April. So this is early 2014. Okay. Biden's the point. Then in April guy named Devin Archer, who's business partners with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, gets named to the board of Burisma. So so you've got, this is not Hunter Biden, this is Hunter Biden's business partner and associate. And by the way, he's also business partners with John Kerry's stepson. John (laughs) Kerry's the secretary of state. So I'm I'm seeing a lot of swampiness in this whole association. it, it, It gets worse. So this guy, Devin Archer, gets on the board. Okay. That is on April 13th. On April 28th, Britain's Serious Fraud Bureau freezes $23 million in accounts controlled by the oligarch in charge of Burisma. That's just a few days after Devin Archer is on the board. And then on May 12th, Hunter Biden gets named to the board. <laughs> May 12th. So, so Hunter Biden gets named to the board of Burisma less than three weeks after Britain's fraud department freezes Burisma's assets. Yep. And, and let's talk about, all right, so who is Hunter Biden? So he has zero expertise in oil and gas. He's not a geologist. He's not a geophysicist. He has no background that anyone knows of in in. Ukraine doesn't know anything about Ukraine. I don't think he speaks the language. There's no... You know how much they paid him? I know it's a large amount, but I... How much? So actually, you don't know how much he paid him, because nobody knows how much they paid him. (laughs) They they paid him anywhere from... Some of the reporting has said 50000 a month. A month, a month, not a a year. So so the baseline that we think they started him at was $600,000 a year. But that's not the limit. How much? But, how high could it have been? It, well, it went up to eighty-three thousand three hundred and thirty-three dollars a month, which is a million bucks a year. <laughs> now that's a lot of money. That's good. That's good work. To, to, to put that in perspective, 
Do you know what a director of ExxonMobil makes? A million dollars a year. Cash compensation, 110000 Hunter Biden was getting nearly 10 times as much as a director of ExxonMobil gets in cash compensation. And I think it, requ- it requires a, a little bit more in the way of a resume to get on the board of ExxonMobil than Hunter Biden had to get on Burisma's board. Well, and, and we actually know exactly why Hunter Biden w- was on the board. And, and for that, let me not tell you. Let's, let's take it in his ho- own words. Listen to what Hunter Biden said when he was asked yes. why he got put Hunter on the board. Hunter Biden gave an interview not that long ago where he admitted that the reason he got on the board was nepotism. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. He said the part out loud that he was not supposed to say if they wanted to hide this corruption. I, but look, it, it's obvious. He was put on the board because daddy was vice president. Right. Uh, let me tell you what, what the head of Ukraine's anti-corruption action, action center said, and this is a quote. If an investigator sees the son of the vice president of the United States is part of the management of a company, that investigator will be uncomfortable pushing the case forward. That's why Hunter Biden was on that board. Right. Now, I mentioned that Hunter Biden was business partners with John Kerry's stepson, a guy mm-hmm. named Chris Hines. Yes. Chris Hines actually cut his business ties with Hunter Biden because of, and this is, this is Chris Hines' own words, lack of judgment, Hunter Biden's lack of judgment. Huh. And when his other partner, Devin Archer, joined the Burisma board, he said working with Burisma was unacceptable. Unacceptable. So, so John Kerry's stepson says, uh-uh, I ain't going to be a part of this. I don't know what you guys are doing. But I'm not part of John this. Kerry's stepson, who's an associate of Hunter Biden, says this is too far. You shouldn't do it. Actually, in that same interview that that we just heard from Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden admits that he had a conversation with his father at the time when he joined the Burisma board. And his father, Joe Biden, said, you better know what you're doing. Well, here's what The Washington Post said he was doing. The Washington Post reported that, quote, The appointment of the vice president's son to a Ukrainian oil board looks nepotistic at best, nefarious at worst. That so that's that's the Washington Post. That's the Washington Post. It's not exactly a conservative outlet. I saw a another headline. This was from the New York Times. I wrote it down. The New York Times headline, 2015. Joe Biden, his son, and the case against a Ukrainian oligarch. Even the New York Times admitting this is a, an oligarch's company, it's crooked, and it involves the Bidens. Now, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow if the New York Times or Washington Post are willing to remember right. that they wrote those stories because, right. you know, they've shown a real pattern, especially the Times, uh, of just echoing whatever the, the House Democrats say. So they may suddenly forget all about th- th- this evidence of corruption. But, you know, it wasn't just the Washington Post, New York Times. It was also members of the Obama administration. Hmm. So when Hunter Biden was named to the board, Obama's special envoy for energy policy, quote, raised the matter with Biden. With Joe Biden. With Joe Biden, because he was so concerned about the conflict of interest. Not only that, Deputy Assistant Secretary of State Kent, another one of the Democrats' star witnesses Mm -hmm. at this impeachment hearing, 
He testified that he, quote, raised his concerns that he had heard that Hunter Biden was on the board of a company owned by somebody the U.S. government had spent money trying to get tens of millions of dollars back, and that could create a perception of a conflict of interest. (laughs) You don't say. I think that's the understatement of the year. Do you know what he was told? What? When he raised it, he was told that the the vice president, Vice President Joe Biden, didn't have time to deal with it. <laughs> I bet he didn't. So you've got Obama appointees <laughs> saying, wait, this is kind of a problem that this guy's on the board of Burisma. So, so here's what I want to know, because obviously there's so many people. It's such a swampy story. It, it's corrupt. It's so obviously corrupt. The whole arrangement with Hunter Biden, the whole company is corrupt. When the Obama administration raises the concerns, which we've seen them do in writing, do we get an investigation into corruption here? Well, we get exactly the opposite, okay. which is that Joe Biden publicly comes out and calls for the firing of the prosecutor that was investigating <laughs> Burisma. Of course. And actually, because it's the Bidens, because they just can't control what they say, Joe Biden bragged about this last year at a a Council on Foreign Relations event, he said in no uncertain terms he went over there and he threatened to withhold money to Ukraine unless they fired the the prosecutor investigating his son for corruption. Here's Joe Biden. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our (coughs) others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. You know what that sounds like to me, Senator? That sounds like a quid pro quo. That sounds exactly like what the Democrats are accusing President Trump of doing in this impeachment trial. As Joe Biden put it, son of a bitch, they (laughs) fired it. Look, it it, it was, when you look at the timeline, and and, and I'll tell you, I'm I'm tweeting out tonight Mm -hmm. a timeline, a detailed timeline that that, that is worth looking at. It's worth printing out. I'll be tweeting it from at Ted Cruz. but, but, But I'll say you should see the timeline and also that video. If you haven't watched the video of Joe Biden bragging about getting this prosecutor fired, You need to watch the video because the news does not want to show that video. It's even worse than that because I hadn't hadn't really looked over this case in a while, all of the details about it, all of the videos, all of the timeline. What the mainstream media and what the House Democrats are telling us is that this allegation of corruption in the Bidens and Burisma has been debunked. Debunked, frivolous, a sham. Let me walk through the timeline quickly. I'm going to go, go back through it, but it's worth seeing these dates one after another. I, I, I encourage you to do that because it, it's so many names, it's so many right. dates. It's 
like all things that are corrupt, it's so confusing. I, I think what the House Democrats are relying on is how confusing the whole thing is so that we don't pay attention to it, so we ignore the corruption. So it starts early 2014, Joe Biden is the point person for President Obama on Ukraine. April 13th, 2014, Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's business partner, partner joins the board of Burisma. April 28th, Britain's serious fraud unit freezes $23 million for money laundering from the oligarch who founded Burisma. May 12th, just a couple of weeks later, Hunter Biden is named to the board of Burisma. December 8th, the New York Times article says that the prosecutor general, Victor Shokin, is investigating Burisma holdings and the oligarch in charge. Victor Shokin, the prosecu- this is the prosecutor that Joe Biden is going to wind up getting fired. Right, and that House Democrats spent all day long attacking <laughs> relentlessly today. Here's, here's one, and we didn't mention this before. February 2nd, February 2nd, 2016, the oligarch's home is raided and his assets are seized. This is February 2nd. Joe Biden calls the president of Ukraine on February 11th, February 18th, and February 19th. So three calls a little over a week after the oligarch's home is raided and his assets are seized. February 21st, Burisma's lobbyist contacts the State Department and says, hey, we want a meeting with the Deputy Secretary of State. And by the way, did I mention Hunter Biden's on our board? This is in writing. So uh, just to just to pause for a moment, what it sounds like here from all the Joe Biden phone calls, we're talking about the uh, the waning days here of the administration. What this sounds like to me is desperation. It gets so Devin Archer, March 2nd, a week later, Devin Archer sits down and meets with John Kerry, the secretary of state. Okay, this is the other the other board member. Then on March 15th, the assistant secretary of state calls for the prosecutor to be fired. Then on March 22nd, during a call with President Poroshenko, Vice President Biden calls for the prosecutor to be fired. So you've, you've got the, uh, a, a guy who's on Burisma's board. Two guys on the two board. Two guys on the board. You've got... Making millions of dollars. Making millions of dollars. They then meet with the Obama administration... And then all of a sudden you get people in the administration calling for the prosecutor who's investigating Burisma to be fired. And then on March 31st, Biden arrives in Ukraine. He's there personally. And he releases $1 billion in loan guarantees because the week earlier they had fired the prosecutors as he demanded. You get the quid pro quo. He he (laughs) delivers on it entirely. Now, now, now look, let, let me be clear. Do I know for a fact that Joe Biden was corrupt and in on the corruption? No. You know why I don't know for a fact? Because we don't have enough of the facts. There's no investigation. Nobody has investigated. Think about the Mueller probe. Think about <laughs> the thousands and thousands of hours, the millions of dollars, the, 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 the thousands of pages produced to investigate the president, to go after, after the president. And the position of the House Democrats is for anyone to say, hey, investigate this and see if there was corruption, that is fraudulent and a sham. It is absurd.
I'm, I'm just trying to process all of this because you had two and a half years of the Mueller investigation into Russia based on very, very flimsy evidence that, has, that fell apart day by day over those two and a half years. Then you had the impeachment inquiry into Ukraine corruption by the Trump administration because President Trump suggested that Ukraine investigate the corruption of the past administration that we've just been talking about for 15 minutes. Yet the government has dedicated virtually no resources to investigating the actual corruption that, that is at the heart of this whole It's shame. worse than that. House Democrats blocked investigating it. So, so among the most absurd hmm. moments were today one of the House managers who was making the argument that there's no basis for investigating Burisma said of the 17 witnesses we had, Nobody testified that there was a reason to investigate Burisma. Now, number one, that's not true. A number of them said there was at least an appearance of conflict of interest. But number two, the reason they didn't have witnesses testifying to that is because the House Democrats blocked all the witnesses when House Republicans tried to call them. They only called prosecution witnesses. They refused to call Hunter Biden. They refused to call Devin Archer. So they couldn't ask them. Do you know nobody has asked under oath, a very simple question. So, Hunter, million bucks a year. What'd you do for that? How'd you earn that money? I, let me zoom out for a second here, because we now see, incontrovertibly, Burisma corrupt. Whatever deal landed Hunter Biden on the board, corrupt. The actions of the Obama administration sure do look corrupt. And even members of that administration said, this all has a really bad appearance to it. We, we don't want this sort of thing getting out. And, and this all goes ultimately to Joe Biden. What did he do right. because his son was get, getting a million dollars? You know, you know, in the opening statements yesterday, Jerry Nadler is one of the House managers who leads the House managers. He said there are hundreds of thousands of companies in Ukraine why was Trump focused on this one? <laughs> well, because it was the only company that we know of that had the son of the U.S. vice president making a million dollars and impacting, impacting potentially U.S. policy. Look, Trump wasn't interested in the abstract in every form of corruption in Ukraine. It wasn't like he was worried about someone sticking up a 7-Eleven. <laughs> this is corruption in the United States. This is potential wow. corruption of the vice president of the United States. And it is always legitimate, and in fact, it's the responsibility of the president to ensure you investigate serious corruption. You know, like just this. put simply, what it looks like from the outside is that the Democrats are accusing the president of doing what they themselves did. That's exactly right. They're accusing the president of withholding aid to Ukraine. Joe Biden did directly withhold or threatened to withhold a billion dollars in, in loan guarantees to Ukraine. And bragged about it on video. I, and bragged about it on video. They're accusing the president, by the way. You know, one of their arguments is, well, you know, it's always improper to, to, to want to investigate a political rival. Really? <laughs> like the Obama administration did in 2016, sending in spies with wiretaps and tapping the phone and going after Donald Trump. Like they did it, by the way, we know from the inspector general report, based on all sorts of lies and deception from the FBI and DOJ. But they did that. They went after their political rival. The, the, OK, then here's what I want to know. And, and hold, hold on. Final point. One of their talking points that they said over and over again today is cover up, cover up, cover up. 
the Democrats are covering up Burisma like crazy. Right. They don't want to ask the question. Why didn't they at least bring him in and ask the question, what did you do for the money? Why, didn't they, why don't they want to ask the question? Because they don't want anyone to know. Well, here's what I want to know then. I've, I've watched not as much of this impeachment trial as you have, because that's not possible, but I've watched most of it. Why is this not the only thing that the Trump team is talking about? Why, why is it that if you went outside right now and polled 100 people, probably one of them, if, if that many, would have ever heard of Burisma? Well, look, to be fair, the president was given no opportunity to call witnesses, no opportunity to cross-examine witnesses in the House. Yeah. So it was all a kangaroo court. It was all one-sided. It was all just the Democrats. They covered up all the evidence of Burisma corruption. Mm-hmm. But in the House, we're in day two of three days of the House's never-ending opening argument. Yep. So for two days, the president's lawyers have been sitting there silently not allowed <laughs> to speak. Right. So they're going to speak finally on Saturday. And, okay. and, and I hope and expect this to be a big, big part of what they say. What I hope to see, I hope to see the president's lawyers walking through each step of that timeline calmly carefully. You know, the two clips we played on this show, I hope and expect to see the president's lawyer play both of those clips. And in fact, I'd like to see the the Joe Biden son of a bitch clip played at least as much as the clips that the House managers have been playing over and over and over again till you want to run out and and scream. Of course. I mean, what it seems like to me, I I had done some research into Burisma and Hunter Biden and all of this. And I, I probably didn't know half of what we were just talking about tonight. I hope that Burisma is the word that constantly is coming out there from Republicans, from the White House, from the president's defenders. It's just so much to, to digest, and yet, simply put, the facts of it seem so clear. You've got a corrupt Ukrainian company. You've got a corrupt son of, uh, of Joe Biden. You've got a lot of evidence of corruption from the Obama administration. And then the minute that President Trump wants to investigate the corruption, they accuse him of doing what they did and they impeach him for it. Uh, th- that is exactly right. And look, why did Joe Biden, he, he traveled to Ukraine over and over again. He jumped out front to lead and get this prosecutor fired. Why was he the point? Once he knew that his son was doing this, you know, it wouldn't have been that hard for Joe Biden to say, you know, I'm just going to recuse myself from Ukraine. I'm just not going to be involved. I'll let some, I'll let John Kerry worry about Ukraine. I'm not going to be involved. There's the whole rest of the world. You know, he could have easily done that. He made the choice to go forward even though he knew that his son was making a whole bunch of money. If that's not corruption, that's at a minimum a whole lot uh, of basis to investigate and at least find out what was going on. Right. Uh, We we have to leave it there tonight. I think there is so much in that to digest, so much that people probably haven't heard of before, and yet that really ought to be uh, the basis of what we're talking about because that lies at the heart of impeachment. It is the reason... President Trump is innocent, and it is the reason President Trump will be acquitted by the Senate, is because a president has the authority to investigate corruption, and there was more than enough evidence of corruption to ask that it be investigated. I want to get to one mailbag question at the very least. You know, we now have a a mailbag email address. You can email mailbag at verdictpodcast.com. 
So email your questions in. We've been taking them on Twitter. And you've got to make the pitch to subscribe and, and rate, the, rate the podcast. You've absolutely got to do that. When you go to verdictpodcast.com, of course, subscribe. And it really helps us if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, please do that. We're, we're so pleased to now be in the top ten podcasts in the world. So let's try to push it even higher. Let's try to get the, the word out because I think there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of fake news going on on all the major networks when it comes to this impeachment trial. And the senator is, is being gracious enough and hardworking enough to come straight from the Capitol here in the dead of night. We're pushing 1 o'clock right now uh, to, to get this information out. And I, I think it's very, very important we do that for the country and for the truth. So before we go, one mailbag question. All right, fire This away. is from Norman. Hi, Senator Cruz and Michael. I'm a big fan of your verdict podcast. I have a question. Can Ted circulate a Republican pledge to call Hunter Biden if Democrats vote for more witnesses? I want to know who won't sign it. I want to know who the rhinos are and vote them out. Well, look, I appreciate that. You're going to know. So next week, we're going to vote. The first vote we're going to have is whether there need to be additional witnesses at all. And that's just a yes or no. Yep. If we vote no, if there are 51 senators who say we've got enough, we don't need additional witnesses, then we'll move to final judgment. The president will be acquitted and this thing will be over. So that's one outcome. If, on the other hand, 51 senators say we want additional witnesses, then we're going to have debate and argue about who to call. The case I've been making to the Republican conference is the principle of reciprocity which is we're not going to do a one-sided show trial. If yeah. the prosecution gets a witness, the defense gets a witness, which means if the prosecution gets, say, John Bolton, who they've been talking about, then the, then the defense ought to get Hunter Biden or whoever they want to call. And, and I got to say, I, I, I think there is widespread agreement, if not complete consensus in the Republican conference. But you'll see the vote next week, hopefully, if we go down that road. Because in the House— you, you didn't get uh, witnesses for both sides. It was all stacked for the Democrats. Yep. Yep. The president didn't get a single voice up there. And the, the Senate Republicans are, are not wanting to make that mistake. They want it to be fair because I think, as we've heard tonight, the truth is, uh, is very damning for the Democrat case. And it, it seems to be uh, pretty good for the president. Well, look, the Democrats, to, to, to coin a line, they can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but what we can here on the show. So thank you very much, Senator Cruz. We will have even more tomorrow. In the meantime, I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. 
Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Ben Ferguson here, and if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.